Well, hello. Happy Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving week. It's the whole week. Not Thanksgiving right now, but it will when you hear be when you hear this. Maybe you're listening on Thanksgiving morning. Wow, we're part of your Thanksgiving routine. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for making us part of your Thanksgiving. Maybe you're playing this for your family at Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> hello, I know family. I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, welcome to Sustainable Sustainability. I'm Hannah. I'm Nick. And glad you came back again. Wow. This is episode nine. Can you believe we've been making almost 10 episodes? Well, technically, this is the 10th episode of Econ, the bonus episode. Oh, yeah, that's true. Wow. Did you listen to the bonus episode? We hope you did. <laughs> and then this is episode 10 for you. If not, then, well, this is episode nine. Yes. Um, how was your week? Um, it was pretty good. It was yeah. pretty good. Um, nothing too crazy. Oh, I decorated my apartment, as you can see. Oh, it looks so on. good. I wish everyone could see it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so good. Thanks. Um, yeah, so we decorated the apartment. We had my brother over for dinner, and then the next day they came in and they, like, renovated the kitchen. So, like, the apartment people, not my brother. So, yeah. Yeah. Or his wife. But they were both over for dinner, but... This is becoming very complex. I need a diagram. This is like days of our lives. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Did you um were you able to complete your goal that you made last week? Ooh. Um well it would be helpful if I remember what my goal. <laughs> I believe was. it was something about powering your computer down or Oh. Well, I've only closed twice this past week. Okay. And okay. I did not do that either time. So um <laughs> I'll change that to my goal for this week, honestly. Um Okay, I I had the same goal, turning my computer off yes. when I left work, and I did it every day. I've done it every day this week, but it's been real rough because my computer takes a long time to boot back up. So, you know what? It's okay. A small inconvenience is worth it to save some electricity, mm-hmm. but I will say that I'm not sure how consistently I'm going to do it for the rest gotcha. of my life. Yeah. I'm, I feel like it's good. it's a good practice just in general, so if you can do it every once in a while... As much as you're willing to do it, then yeah, good job. Good at job least, you. at least on the weekends, for sure on the weekends. Okay. Yeah. That's a plus. And then I believe um, we have a comment that uh, somebody who listens to our podcast, Mary. Oh yes, I do know Mary. Yes. Mary, shout out to her. She's the host of the Sass Stories and Sarcasm podcast. Yes, and she said that she has a goal of to be better at bringing her breakfast and lunch to work every day. Which that is Mary. a really good goal. Yeah. 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 I, oh, I did that today. I, I mean, oh, I because we get, like, a free food every time we work, and so I did have that food. Mm-hmm. But instead of getting, like, other foods at work that I have to pay for as snacks, I brought snacks. So Good job. I had a really good lunch this week. Um, yeah. It was one of the Trader Joe's, like, frozen meals. Not the most okay. sustainable because it comes in a plastic container. Mm-hmm. But it was vegan. It was so veggie panang curry okay. and it was really good, delicious oh it was really good okay i'm gonna have to try that yeah i do love me some trader joe's i do we've too. discussed that on this podcast already but we love it yes go trader joe's except for that your uh food your like produce is all wrapped in plastic oh. i will say that's one thing about trader joe's that i think i've also mentioned on this podcast already but that irks me a little bit but that's why we're going to be writing letters to them letter yes. writing campaign let's go let's go starting tomorrow <laughs> also pertaining to food I almost went all week without eating a little, even a little bit of beef. Wow. For, I got some beef and chicken teriyaki. And I was only going to eat a little bit of the beef. Or I wasn't going to eat any of the beef. Sorry. I was going to give that to Emmanuel. But I did eat a little bit of it. And then he was like, dude, 
you should have just gotten me chicken teriyaki too beef is bad for the environment i was like ah dang <laughs> i'm the worst <laughs> and so thank you emmanuel if you're listening which i know you are because you do every episode but um also yeah well once in a week is really impressive thank you yeah, thank you well, you're not doing me at all so yeah, but that's different i gotta amp my numbers up yeah. Or lower them down. Lower them down. <laughs> yeah. I eat a lot of dairy, though, and I'm yeah. trying to be better. But. Yeah. But it's hard. I love cheese. Cheese is the best. Well, we're kind of talking about food already. Yeah. So. And Thanksgiving is coming up. It's coming fast. Yeah, it is. And you know what else has been around for a while? <laughs> I don't know yeah, how to take that transition really word segue, but what are you talking about? <laughs> Composting! Composting. We know that you have Thanksgiving leftovers that you don't eat. Yeah. And you eat most of them, probably. Yeah, you try probably try to make those into sandwiches, make them oh, into yeah. soup, try to give them away to a bunch of people, which is another thing we can talk about, too. Yeah. But there's going to be some that go uneaten. And with that, even some them. other things at the table, perhaps, maybe, that yeah. might have if be able to be composted. If you're going to maybe like use some, like, anyway, we'll get into it later. But, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, so we today are talking about composting. Mm-hmm. We talked about recycling week one, so. Yeah. Another practice fun. of... Not putting things in the landfill. Yay! We like not putting things in landfills. We're anti-landfill, I would say. I, I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know not people litter. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Yeah, I we, meant we love to reduce we what we are putting in the landfill by yes. putting it in the correct places and using less. Not by littering. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is gonna get me into trouble. That's okay. That's okay. Um, Can we please we, just start before get, I say anything else start awful? Talking about composting. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. So, Hannah, I believe you did a little bit of research, as well as I did, about what composting is. What is it? Okay, I'm glad you asked. What is composting? The basics of composting is basically that anything that once lived or was made of living things can be composted. And it's as long as things contain natural components, they will decay, decompose, break down, and return nutrients to the soil if they're done in soil. Okay. Um, An efficient compost pile is a careful balance between dry or brown things and wet or green things. Okay. And that's because dry brown things contain carbon and the wet green things contain nitrogen. Yes. So, okay. Yes. So they're going to work with each other and break down into something that you can use as fertilizer. And good compost is a mix of carbon and nitrogen. I believe there's like a specific ratio. I think it's like 30 30 parts carbon to like one part nitrogen. Okay. That's the ideal uh, ratio. Well. Yeah. I don't. I didn't write down the ratio, but I believe you. Got you. That, that's the. That's. I mean, I'll get back into that later. But. Okay, great. Yeah. So things will break down naturally if you just let them work yeah. their magic, but if you want to get the most out of your compost, things will break down faster if they're in smaller pieces. Okay. And then if you are turning and aerating your compost. Okay, got you. So composting is just kind of that process of expediting the process which things turn into compost fast or yeah. on their own. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. The decomposition. The decomposition, that's a good word. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, cool. so um, composting, well, to move a little bit into history of composting, composting has been happening for as long as there's been written records, basically. Okay. Um, so mostly, it, at so first it was manure. 
Okay, so it's not like a new thing, because I feel like when people mm. think about composting, they're like, oh, this is another thing that we have to do. But Yeah, it's trendy right now. But, but it's been around for a while. I would say a while. Yeah, at yeah. least. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was literally around in the Stone Age, is what I was finding. Meso- wow. <laughs> Mesopotamians, Mediterraneans, Chinese um, farmers all have records of composting, and then more recent discoveries have found that also composting practices have been happening in African and Amazonian rainforests. Okay. So everyone's doing it. It's the I, hot it's the hot thing since ancient times. Wow, it never goes out of style. Never does because it works, clearly. Okay, yeah. Um, there has been this composting has been the basic practice for organic gardening and farming since the days when organic farming farming was created. Okay. Yeah, and so if we're talking about fertilizers, this is a way to put nutrients back in the soil, which we'll talk about more later, but people were figuring that out since a very long time ago. Okay. Um, Between 1905 and 1934, Sir Albert Howard came up with the indoor method of composting. Um, Before it was done, like, on farms and in rainforests where it was all outdoor, and then this one was done indoor in a controlled environment. Okay. Um, and so that was the method where you layer compost and turn it or mix it with earthworms to speed up decomposition. Okay, we did that in, like, elementary school as part of, like, as part of the, like, Defenders of the Planet Club that I was in. We get it. You're cool. You're defending the planet. Yeah, good job, me. Um, in the early 20th century, the use of compost declined, actually, though, um, because there was artificial fertilizers that started coming out and people were hyped. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, artificial hey. fertilizer is good. I just assumed that we're we not like sure them. yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, in 1943, George Washington Carver taught that composting was vital to, f- to fertility of land. And no, urge- wait. George yeah. Washington. Like, 1943, he would have been dead by then, I'm pretty sure. <gasps> you, you know who George Washington Carver is? Ever heard of him? Mm, <laughs> I think I've seen, like, schools named after him. Botanist. Great, oh, okay. great guy. Great guy. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he was telling people they should make their own fertilizer um, and that compost can be done with little labor and practically no cash outlay. So he was oh. really into saving money and making the soil better a long time ago. Wow. So, um, as we were talking about, compost is kind of getting trendier. Yeah. Um, so composting of food rose from 1.84 million tons in 2013, Jeez. which was 5% of food. Yeah. To 2.6 million tons, which is 6.3% of food in 2017. Got you. I know that, like, one thing that I was saying, too, was that, like, in the early 2000s, composting mm-hmm. was mainly just done, like, at home. But then, like, at least in King County, the company that we sell our, like, compost or, like, collects our compost, um, they started accepting a lot more stuff and brought it to more communities in like 2003 2004-ish and oh, so cool. that's like that's why it's been such a big thing here and now like 99% of people are supposed to be able to compost basically in King County in King County yeah so, so they have like curbside pickup basically or curbside pickup or other options I, oh, I didn't get cool. look too much into it but that's it said really... 99% of people should be able to compost which is weird because I don't think we can here at my apartment complex but you're the one percent we're part of the one percent you know that's good <laughs> yeah so some states have bans on landfill disposal of organic matter so Dang. they actually make it so you can't put your compost in the landfill okay 
And curbside collection of food waste compost is found in 198 American communities. Two-thirds of these programs are in three West Coast states. Okay, which I believe the three West Coast states are Oregon, Washington, and California. I think you nailed it. Because those are the only three West mm-hmm. Coast states. Yes. That's funny. Um, and so when I was when I first started looking at this, I was like, well, composting, we have yard waste pickup. We've had it my whole life. I'm pretty sure yeah. everyone is, has access to crypt I pick up for composting. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I was reading this, I was like, oh, it's kind of kind of siloed just to this side of the yeah, U.S. that's interesting. Yeah, other states are definitely working on it, and it's becoming more popular. But yeah. um, I didn't realize how concentrated it was. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, over 60 million homes and 500,000 businesses have in-sink food disposers that divert food waste from landfills. So if you're thinking about your garbage disposal. Okay, that's composting? It's composting. Heck yeah, I use that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense as to why I'm able to compost, I guess. I'm part of that 99% then. Okay, sure. There you Sweet. go. You're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you have anything else for history or anything like that? Not really, no. That, that I brought all my history points out. You did great. Thanks. So did you. <laughs> you actually wrote them down. <laughs> okay, so we talked about how we got here, but let's talk about what composting does for us or why people are mm-hmm. saying it's important. Yeah, because it's a naturally occurring process, as we mm-hmm. talked about. Like and if things it's been decompose. Hap- yeah, if it's been happening since the Stone Age, there might be something to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, composting can remove 20 to 50% of your household waste stream. Whoa! Yeah, so everything you throw into the trash, um, 20 to 50%, depending on what you're using, what kind of products you're using, how often you're using them, things like that, um, can actually be diverted into compostables instead of the landfill. Wow. Yeah. 40% of the food produced in the United States end up ends up in a landfill or is left to rot in the field. More than 365 million pounds of food is wasted every single day, which is enough to fill an entire football stadium. Oh, there's no probably a lot of compostable uh, stuff that you can get at a food sta- or a football stadium, like hot dogs. They're compostable. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hot dogs are compostable. That's the truth. Um, well, yeah, I just found that really interesting because that's so much food waste and yeah. that could be potentially composted. Okay, and so that's interesting because that stuff is going to decompose like by itself, but then when it goes to like the landfill and stuff, that's not good because it ends up uh, decomposing without oxygen and that makes methane and like the greenhouse uh, is effect happens and things like that. So, yeah, 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 for sure. If you think about it, like if you put a bunch of banana peels yeah. in the ground, then they're going to be, they're going to decompose a lot faster than if you put them on like a plastic surface. That's right? a good point, yeah. And so if they're in a landfill with the other things we throw in the trash, which is a lot of plastics like we've talked about, yeah. or I don't know what else you throw away, but. Well, and we talk about like the bad parts of it decomposing in the landfill, but also like think about the good parts that could happen if it wasn't at the landfill. Like it could be becoming part of soil and making more things grow and helping the earth grow things and stuff like that. It's just really good for the soil when it's not at the landfill, which is something. Yeah, that's exactly right. And going off of that, um, compost is really, it adds a lot of nutrients to the soil naturally. And so it reduces and in some cases, cases eliminates the need for chemical fertilizers like those artificial fertilizers that they started using in like the early 1900s (laughs) yeah 
I mean, I was a little bit ahead of ourselves, but I was right, which is exciting. Yay. <laughs> we don't like artificial fertilizers. I mean, I think sometimes they might be important for growing a lot of food at once. Got you. Yeah. Because something we'll talk about that people have said is a drawback of using compost only is that it goes slow. The process is slower than uh, okay. throwing some artificial um, fertilizer on there. Right, but right. you're right. If we can have it be the circle of life yeah. and we don't need to introduce any chemicals or anything that could be harmful for the environment. That'd be ideal. That would be ideal. Okay, cool. Um, compost also can help aid reforestation, wetland res- restoration, and habitat revitalization okay. by improving soil by making it less compact, um, can get rid of the bad stuff, um, and introduce new nutrients, things like that. Gotcha. And so it helps not only with soil, but obviously what's growing in the soil yeah. be more healthy. Which also, like if things are growing in the soil, that makes the earth more like strong for instance like landslides and stuff that doesn't happen when there's a lot of trees that happens when it's just kind of loose yeah exactly so if we can encourage the growth of things then we can make our earth a little bit stronger which is good and we love trees because we need air we also live in washington (laughs) so you have to love trees if you live in washington (laughs) um Compost also enhances water retention in soil, just makes the soil stronger like we've been talking about um it grows the next generation of crops Mm -hmm. and I wrote down that it improves water quality. Yeah. Uh, not exactly sure how. Well, I think I think that's interesting because when people think of the environment and trying to go green and stuff, I mean, people do think of, like, trees and stuff, but I feel like one of the first things that people think about as the part of part that needs improving is the air and water. They don't really think much about, like, the land and stuff mm. like that. So um, I think that that's cool that it kind of... This is important, but it also helps improve the air. Like we just talked about where trees and uh, help clean the uh, carbon out of the air and stuff. And it also does help with water quality. I'm guessing that's probably because, like we talked about in our water episode, um, how we use water that comes from springs a lot of times. So oh, sure. more compost becoming helps clean the soil and makes that uh, water probably a little bit more accessible, which is probably helpful. Yeah, good so. point. Really good point. Um, so all in all, the impact that compost can have is pretty big yeah. um, in both getting rid of the waste that's going to the landfill and putting it mm-hmm. towards something that can be reused and then also making soil better. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so the question is, if, How? if this sounds How? good to you. Yeah. How do we compost? <laughs> exactly. Um, I feel like... There's a few different ways to compost. I mean, there is that way of just getting it into your uh, curbside pickup, but there's ways that you can do it at home even if you don't have it. Like, for instance, like we just talked about, I don't have curbside pickup yard waste at my apartment complex. Um, But, I mean, I'm not really into the idea of putting things into a bag and taking them in my car to my brother's house to Mm. put into his yard waste bin. Um, But there's ways to do it at home. Um, first of all, like we talked about, just putting things in your garbage disposal is technically composting them because they're not going to the landfill that way. Um, and then also, um, there's things like you can make your own compost bins. Um, one of the most common ways is to put it into like a, uh, plastic bucket, um, outside. There's indoor ways, but I don't know. Compost does smell bad, so not going to really get into those. Yes. One of the downsides. Yes. Stinky. Yes, definitely for sure. Um, but, but if, you can well, go away. So if you are composting inside, yeah, um, 
the main thing to remember is, like we had talked about, making sure p- things are in small pieces. Yeah. Yes. Um, and... <laughs> having a good mix of green and brown composting yes. materials. So, Definitely. for instance, um, we'll talk about something things you can compost, but if we're composting our paper towels, we also want to yeah. make sure that you're also putting um, leaves kale. or kale or... Bad kale, not good kale. Yeah, anything yeah. that you left in your fridge for too long or mm-hmm. the stems from vegetables you're cutting, mm-hmm. things like that yes. also in there. Yes, and I feel like that goes too for when you're composting outside as well yeah. in like a bucket or something. Like, a, a, one of the biggest ways to do it is with, like, the earthworms and uh, putting them in there uh, to help kind of decompose the stuff a little bit faster because they eat them. Um, they eat it, and then they also just move things around. Yeah. So if you don't want to do earthworm gardening... You can also just move it around yourself. Yes. Which is very doable. Um, the one thing you do need to do, remember, is that because it needs air, um, you're probably going to be putting a, like, lid over it, so make sure that you drill a couple to- uh, holes in the top. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then also make sure that you're mixing it up, like you said, maybe once a week and adding some moisture to it. Mm -hmm. So putting some water on it. Yes. Um, Which I feel like in Washington, we don't have that problem. But like if you're composting in uh, Kansas, um, I hear it's pretty dry over there. So even if like you don't finish your morning coffee instead of pouring it down the drain, if you pour it in your compost bin, then that's helpful. If any anything to keep it moist, if you're if you're going the compost route. Wow, fifty people just unsubscribed from our podcast because you said the word moist. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. I didn't even realize. <laughs> right, people don't like that word. That's I mean, okay. I wish I could redact that. <laughs> That's okay. We're gonna keep that in there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's funny though. Um, but then there's also like if you go on Amazon, there's like you can order compost things. Like compost Amazon. bins or compost what? Compost bins, yeah. yeah. There was one that was like 30 bucks, like 35 bucks, which you're getting some good soil out of it anyway, too. So, I mean, you might as well uh, might as well go with that and stuff. Yeah, one of the ways to remember to compost would be to have a compost bin near your sink or in your mm-hmm. kitchen. And a lot of them have filters so that yeah. you don't smell them. And then you can get compostable bags if yes. you want to have a bag so you can take it out to your curbside pickup. Mm-hmm. Or, some of it, or you could just go dump it and then rinse it out every yeah. time but that's what i mean I, my brother and his wife have a uh compost bin that they have underneath their sink and they have those green bags that go in there it's kind of sure. like i mean they have compostable like poop bags too i don't know yeah i don't know where that came from i just remember that that's pretty cool that they have those <laughs> because poop is compostable it is so go poop in your neighbor's lawns Oh my gosh, do not advocate for that. (laughs) This is not the first time you have said something like this. I'm worried for your neighbors. It's okay, I live in an apartment complex. Exactly. (laughs) My neighbors don't have lawns. That's what I'm worried about. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, and then like another thing to keep in mind, like we just talked about, like there's two different ways. You can either do it yourself, you can compost through the curbside pickup or however you're trash or yard waste is picked up um but keep in mind there are some things that can be composted um through the yard waste like meat and like especially like bones and stuff because when it goes to the facilities they get like ground up and like uh they are made into the smaller pieces you don't want to be putting your chicken bones in your own compost bin because it is not going to compost as fast and then in 
two years when everything else is composted, you're just going to have a bunch of chicken bones in your compost bin. <laughs> Sounds like an archaeological dig site. <laughs> or a horror movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a really good point to think or to think through and then also maybe look up what yeah. you want to be putting in your home compost versus what you can put in your municipal compost. Yes, for sure. So what can you put in your municipal compost? Um, I believe that you have some things written down, but I believe it's pretty much anything that's been alive. So, yeah. Yeah. Plus other stuff. Too. Plus other stuff? I didn't know um, that. Well, kind of. Kind of. Okay. I you don't get, know. You get into it. You go. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Greens. Grass clippings, leaves, any anything like that from the outdoors. Food scraps. Generally, a good rule of thumb is that if it's vegetarian, it's going to be better for your compost. Okay. Uh, coffee grounds, peels and skins of fruit and vegetables, eggshells that have been crushed up. Okay. Things like that. Okay, good to know. Food scraps. So when we said hot dogs were compostable, we should have added a little caveat. Oh. Hot dogs? But you can, yeah, you can compost them if it's yard waste. Maybe. Yeah. Look it yeah, up. Look yeah. it up in your own area. I know that the one, the place that we in King County uh, sell our compost stuff to, they take meat. Okay. I'm not sure. And bones. Like chicken bones, not human bones. Oh Don't compost gosh. human bones. Um, it's not Halloween anymore. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can also compost coffee filters, tea bags, newspaper, and print paper. Okay. Um, if you're putting it into little pieces, then that's especially good. Okay. What else? Uh, you can do cardboard. You can do, like, napkins and paper towels. I think one thing that goes along with that is, like, pizza boxes, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, I know... It's a big, like, that's a big thing that goes, that people put in their recycling, that it does not go in your recycling. It goes in yeah. your compost. You cannot recycle pizza boxes because they are soiled and have lots of grease on them. Okay, how is saying soiled any better than saying moist? I don't know. People people don't like that word moist. I don't like the word soiled, but I'm not screaming. <laughs> well, I am know. actually now. <laughs> now you are. <laughs> uh, you can do, like, wine corks. You can put, like, tissues in there. You can put, like different like car uh like cotton products animal poop like we just talked about um and guess what you can also compost anna what you can compost condoms um only if they're 100 percent latex though so well, you that's... can't compost your other condoms there's a that's a long list of things yeah. that you can compost um and a wide variety a wide variety napkins and paper towels what is something that's that a variety I in and of itself <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I always forget about that too, yeah. but I do think that if you're not using kind of like a re- like reusable napkins, yeah. try to compost your paper products. When I think about it, like I put so much, like even when I did have compost, I put so much stuff in my recycling that I probably could be putting in my compost. Oh, sure. So not just avoiding things going to the landfills, but composting is pretty much better than recycling too. So Compost is being purchased if... Where you have it, yeah. usually. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing, too. It's local. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It's like recycling. You We sell it over to China and stuff, and it go, it's used over there. But if it's local, like we talked about in our last episode, mm-hmm. or two episodes ago, buying local, that's good. That is good. Yeah. And then chances are, then, the, if you're buying local food, it was grown in soil where the nutrients are from your own compost. Wow, you could be re-eating wow. <laughs> your compost, basically. Sounds delicious. <laughs> Yum. 
two-year-old hot dogs. <laughs> Why are you obsessed with composting hot dogs? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. I'm. I don't like it. It's well. It's in my head now. So okay. Well, things to not put in your compost. Check before you put meat or fat in your compost. Like yes. you said, they can usually go in municipal composting, but they're yes. going to take a long time to decompose in your personal compost. Good to know. Good to know. Blackberries. I have a personal thing with yes. blackberries. They're an invasive species in Washington. They can grow pretty much anywhere. They're yes. evil. They keep sprouting. So don't put those in with the rest of your compost because then they'll just grow. When I first saw that was on your list, I was like, why can't you compost blackberries like the seeds or something? Oh, sure. And then you were like, and then once you said it just now, I was like, oh, right, blackberries. I hate those guys. The the plants. If yes. you If you accidentally let some blackberries... Yes. Expire in your fridge, those are probably fine to put in there. But don't... Okay, gotcha. I don't know, actually. I would, I would be safe. Put those in the trash. I would burn them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe have a little fire. <laughs> Another thing you shouldn't put in your compost is diseased plants. So okay. if you have, like, a house plant that um, it has gets sick or gets yeah. a lot of bugs on it, anything like that, you probably just want to put that in the garbage because gotcha. otherwise it will mess up the rest of your compost and it will disease it and then that can transfer to the food that you grow in it. It just becomes a problem. So if you have any plants that are too far gone, yeah, throw them away. Gotcha. I was scared for a second because I was like, oh no, I just got rid of a bunch of plants because they all died. Um, <laughs> but then I realized, oh, right, I don't have compost, so I put those in the trash anyway. So. Okay. Great. Yay. Sustainability win. Oh my gosh. <laughs> don't compost anything with a waxy cover on it. So like, okay. um, Starbucks hot cups, usually the inside yes. has wax on it to make sure that your drink or the paper doesn't disintegrate in your hand. Uh -huh. Things like a lot of paper plates have a waxy mm -hmm. coat on them. Things like that. They yeah. can't go in your compost. They have to go in the garbage. I feel like every time I think about what is compostable, mm -hmm. or if I have a question of, like, is this compostable? I'm like, okay, well, is this, like, if I put water on this right now, will it, like, wilt? Oh, that's sure. That's kind of how I, how I go about thinking Will about, it start to decompose? Yeah. <laughs> will, it, will water make this decompose? Yeah, exactly. Especially for paper products. That's mm -hmm. a good test. Yes. Um, so, with that, like, if, you, if Thanksgiving is coming up, yeah, so if soon. you are using some paper dishes, I don't encourage that. You should be doing dishes. Maybe more likely they would be using paper towels. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or napkins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those things. Compost those. Um, but Thanksgiving's coming up. If you are using paper plates or something like that, then just make sure that you are putting those in your compost if they're not covered in a waxy coating. Yeah. Um, but also use that time. Do those, you bring out the fine china, do those dishes with your grandma later. It's a good 35 minutes. You can talk to her about life and uh, get all that good wisdom from her. So Get yeah. that wisdom. Yeah. Ask her about composting. Yeah, see if she knows. Educate her. Show her this grandma, podcast. My grandma knows everything about composting. I'll ask her to tell me. Oh, little family. I wish we'd had her on here. Oh, we should. Next we should have time. guests. <laughs> okay. Vote on our Instagram if you want guests on this show. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, let's start a poll. Anyway. All right. Um, so we do want to just talk about the downsides of composting or things that people don't love about composting real quick. Yes. Um, the first one is effort. It's yes. harder to remember to separate things into compost, recycle, and garbage. That is true. Yes. And especially when you're already kind of like trying your best and doing landfill versus recycling. Yeah. Adding a third thing into it. That, that might suck for you. 
Yeah, so and then something like where if you do live in an apartment complex where you don't yes. have access to composting, to think about like getting a compostable bag, taking it over to someone's house who does have composting, things yeah. like that. Making it stinky. Oh, that's another downside. Oh, I was going with so that. So stinky. Yeah, I just was meaning like, yeah, if you have to take it over to someone else's yeah. house and then you have to keep it in your car for a minute, then Even yeah. one minute, I am i don't know how I feel. I don't, I don't, I don't know that stinky stuff in my car. <laughs> But it might be okay. And I feel like the one thing, too, that when people talk about, like, how stinky composting gets when you're, like, doing it, like, at your own home, mm-hmm. they talk about how stinky it gets or whatever and how it can get moldy and stuff. There there are ways to prevent that. But. Yes. Um, that's, again, more effort then. So. More effort. Stinky. Um, co- larger scale composting is heavy. And so it is expensive to transport. True. I don't know how much more expensive it is than artificial compost or artificial fertilizer yeah um but that is something that i was reading about my question about that though is like then if you're putting in your landfill it's still you still have to transport sure that yes so i don't know i don't know about that the validity of people who are complaining about that okay great um composting is not always as nutrient dense as chemical fertilizer and the rate of yes. nutrient release is slower than synthetic fertilizers. Okay. So if you are trying to grow a lot of crops quickly, um, synthetic fertilizers will release more nutrients faster. But like we said before, that's also introducing chemicals into the process, which aren't great for the environment and probably not our bodies. I'm not sure. Very true. Very good but, point. Um, and along those lines, yeah. like we talked about that 30 to 1 ratio earlier, 30 uh, parts are, uh, carbon to one part nitrogen. Mm-hmm. Um, if you compost and you're getting that ratio a little bit wrong, then your compost is not going to be as effective as good compost either. That's so, true. Um, it might be, in fact, ineffective, mm-hmm. and it might be bad for your crops. So, But do you think that even if your ratio is off, like all your crops are going to die? Probably not, okay. but that was something that I saw as, like, somebody was complaining about that as being a deterrent, so. Great. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else? Not really. I don't, I, I like composting. Okay, what are your, what are your final thoughts on composting? What are we going to grade it? Are, we can grade this thing again. Yay. Yeah, just all composting all the time. Yeah. What do you think? Um, no, I, I feel like I've given my rating first a lot of the time. I want you to give yours first. Um, I'm giving composting an A. I like composting, and I think that it's a really cool thing that we can yes, we can all work to do a little bit more of um, and do a little bit better. So we can try our best to figure out a way, even if it's just putting more things into the garbage disposal, um, that's doing our part. If we're encouraging people to compost, whatever, whatever works for you right now, just being more conscious of it. Um, I think is a really, really cool thing. I what agree. about what's your rating? I would also give it an A. I feel mm-hmm. like there are definitely like improvements that can be made to the accessibility of composting. Yeah. Um, especially in places that aren't uh, us. Uh, us. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and so that's why I didn't get an A plus. But it does. There are definitely different variations of like. There's a lot of ways that you can compost. You can have your own home thing you can do uh it be a curbside pickup you can also just use your dish or your garbage disposal um so there's just a lot of different ways for you to do it even if you don't have access to curbside pickup composting and um i feel like it's just it's so 
universally good. Yeah. So yeah. Those I do think it's kind of tricky to get into a habit. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that I'm working on and and I think everyone can work on because yeah. it's not super easy if you haven't been doing it your whole life or if you don't have a bin right super available. So it can be tricky at first, but I think the merits of composting are universally good. Yeah, for sure. I cool. That's cool. Um, <laughs> um, another thing that's pretty exciting is that we got another review. Hey, thank you to everyone who has listened and then also who has given us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Um, so we got another one this week and Nick's going to read it. Yep, it's from Doug Superior. Um, they said that we're making sustainability sexy. So <laughs> uh, he didn't like the word moist earlier. <laughs> How many times have we said it now? Moist, 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 oh, moist. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Um, and... I guess we're making them feel well-informed, which is pretty exciting. So So. thank you so much for leaving that review. Um, We will try to give you a shout-out if you leave a review for us. And um, go follow us on Instagram. Yes, sustainable.sustainability. And have a really good Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, thanks. Oh, and you're... It will have already happened by the time that you are listening to this episode. Yeah. But your National Treasure Party is coming up on Saturday. That's so exciting. I love National Treasure. 15-year anniversary of National Treasure was recently. Yes. It was on Tuesday, so. So, basically a week ago. So, happy National Treasure anniversary, everyone. Yay. And to all a good night. (laughs) And to all a good night. Bye. Bye.